Yo, boy is stinky. <laughs> He's real stinky this episode. I really spent. I, like, I could kind of smell it while I was reading. <laughs> I really spent most of this section just being like, "Oh my god, please find yourself a new shirt." Right? It was painful. I was like, "Can't he steal a shirt? Like, what's he doing?" And then every time he'd steal a shirt, he'd fuck it up again. Yeah. <laughs> just his first favorite. Hobby. I read it on the subway, which is like smell-o-vision. So, <laughs> and oh, so I'm smelling it at the same time. Welcome to Buckkeep Radio. We're coming to you from inside the walls. This is episode 11, Assassin's Quest, chapters 6 through 10, and I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Eli, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. I'm Joey, and I'm a first-time audiobook listener. Uh, no corrections, no omissions. One announcement. Thank you, Jamie, for your email. Joey appreciated it. Despite all my rage. Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I love that with what minimal commentary we get out of Joey, he's the one who gets the fancy. So I guess you're really, you're really selecting your words wisely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping all the, of Ashley's fan mail from her is the, oh. the story. Oh, I'm not sure. Sure, being deleted. I can't. I can't let you know how much the people love you. All right. Uh, that being said, let's get on into this uh, strange but true tale of Fitz Chivalry Farshir. 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 The Farshir. Got the guy. Clean shirt. Fitz Chivalry Farshir. Yeah, and his lack of clean shirts. All right. Chapter 6 is called The Wit and the Skill. The intro describes the function of scribes and minstrels in the Six Duchies culture, about how they keep all the records and rule of law. Typically, it is an honorable itinerant living and important enough to the nobility of the Six Duchies that nobles will provide a sort of retirement in residence later in life. So Fitz leaves Harper, Josh, and company in Crow's Neck. On his way out of town to rejoin Night Eyes, Fitz hears about the construction of the King's Circle and observes a drunk being hassled and beaten by the guards. Uh, the guy's name is Black Rolf, but he's counseled by the townsfolk not to interfere with the beating. So Fitz helps Rolf home afterwards, and he feels like a mysterious urge to do so. And surprise, Rolf is old blood. His wit beast is a bear, so note to Ashley, all of your questions about the bear thing can now be answered. <laughs> Night Eyes and Fitz debate whether or not they should trust or even engage with this guy, but Rolf insists that he has answers for Fitz and his curiosity wins out. They follow Rolf and Hilda home, where they also meet Holly and Sleet. The couple feeds Fitz and Night Eyes, and they discuss old blood stuff. So I summarized it because there's a lot of info dumping. So one, Fitz and Night Eyes have basically been publicly tweeting at each other this whole time <laughs> instead of DMing. Yeah. <laughs> <Hi>. uh, <laughs> which is also why they never see any other large carnivores. He's, he's uh, definitely a broadcast oh, tower. That, confirmed. Yeah, yeah. We're coming! <laughs> um, uh, it's perverse that Fitz bonded as a child, and bonding is usually a more organized process with established traditions and familial support. Old blood support old blood. They also sense each other's natures, so it might not be possible to hide being witted from another witted person. It also appears to act kind of like a giant megaphone for any other witted people in the area because Rolf uh, 
says to Holly when they arrive that he'd already told her about Fitz, right? So that's evidence that there's kind of like a telepathic kind of message system going on. Um, Holly has also already decided who Fitz's next blind date should be. Her name is Vita and she has a crow. (laughs) Rolf states that old blood are more likely to be followed and attacked by forged ones. Rolf and Holly know that Fitz can do something with the skill, but they think he's only learned to repel it. They ask him to share his knowledge and are miffed that he won't. And then the last but most important, they share that Regal is hunting the witted. So Fitz and Night Eyes decline Rolf's offer to stay and have him teach them old blood ways. Uh, After dinner and a nap, uh, and Holly revealing that she definitely thinks that Fitz should go kill Regal, Fitz and Night Eyes depart. So Fitz, with the skill and the wit, really is just like a beacon calling Forged Ones to him. Yeah, Yeah, essentially, yeah. Wait, so was that why all the Forged Ones were going to uh, Buckkeep originally? I mean, Vary thought it was him, him, but... That's a good question. Yeah. That is a good question. I I assume that it was Verity because Verity's so strong, but... I assume it's like a combo. It's like, yeah, yeah, they have Verity and he's doing all that, but then now we know that... Fitz was a fucking megaphone blasting that out, so it's like double whammy. <laughs> well, they kind of—it's I don't know where it's mentioned, but it's mentioned in this section that, like, I mean, all the Farseers are kind of like that. I feel like just not quite as bad as Fitz. Like with their mm-hmm. skilling, I feel like they kind of oh, yeah. broadcast loudly. It seems like the the uh, the forged ones are super. They receive very well, but they don't. They don't emit anything so they're mm-hmm. like the magic they they receive it better than normal better than most people There's, but they, they don't no they don't emit anything at all skill well, remember when you learned a skill they tell you to empty your mind yeah they're just not <laughs> distracted by anything else yeah so they're like who is this asshole who's dreaming too loudly i must go find a kid yeah and also who is this other asshole who's dreaming so loudly that i can also hear all the animals because i don't like that <laughs> I was excited to finally read, like, more about the structure of the wit and how it's taught to people, because I only assumed there had to be something similar to the skill, where it's like, you have the ability, but you need to be taught on it, and now Fitz finds out that, like, yeah, you barely know anything about what you have. But I was really yeah, annoyed like a, that he He's like a savant or something, more. because, like, uh, they're so all saying, like, it took me, like, t- t- 12 years to figure out how to do it, and you bonded with a puppy after sleeping idiot? in a oh, fucking no. haystack with him for, what, a day? He's, I don't think it's yeah. that he's, they, they he's don't know how to He's naturally very good, but he has not, he's got zero training in anything. Yeah. I, I don't know like, that it's that they don't know how to bond, it's just that it's not done, because yeah, they're they not, like, mature enough to handle it. Right. He, they probably, as a young person in a family, like, they probably would say, like, hey, if you have these feelings, like, we need to not act on them. Right. Well, because he equated it with marriage and, like, you know, grown-up, re- you know, relationships. It's not something that you can right. you enter into when you're a child. and it's to old man. Yeah. 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 But also, then I wonder, like, for Burrich, though, he tells his story of how he bonded, and he didn't seem to have any structure in his experience either. No. Right? Well, there has to be some system out there for, like, the old blood to find people who weren't born into the old blood, you know, like Jedi, Uh where it's like you're out there, like, you have the talent, come with us, join us, you know? But it doesn't seem like they do that. Well, it's... They seem insular. 
It's like the uh, the keeping the keeping the line pure thing. That's how they that's how they pass it along. <laughs> oh, you think he's a mudblood? No, they yeah, he's a mudblood. That's why he doesn't know anything. But they don't have... seem they don't they're not like mad at him about it. They're not like you're a no, mudblood. No, no, no. You can't be an you can't be an old blood. Get out. I no. don't think they necessarily go looking for other old blood. I think that when you know old blood comes into contact them. with them, they accept them. Yeah, right. Because they were very accepting of Fitz. Yeah, but that's that said, like, like he's been are... megaphoning himself for how long? Like, certainly this isn't the first other witted person that's encountered him. No, they're mm-hmm. like, we've been reading your live journal for that like four months, <laughs> right? But like nobody, you. nobody came out to help him. It's because they hang him, you like, over no, water and not. they cut you apart and they burn you. <laughs> that's, that's true. Eli. You're right. They're, maybe they used to be better about reaching out to people, but now, right? It's no, they're kind less, of scared of less, not incentivized. <laughs> so do you, did you learn everything you wanted to learn about why that one guy wouldn't marry his his lady love when she became a she bear no i wouldn't barely. live with rolf i have to tell you <laughs> i mean they said he was smelly which is not becoming well i mean fitz is worse uh, he yeah. shambles like a bear he looks he, down i was and... gonna say i like that he like saunters like a bear when he walks. <laughs> i was thinking he of like, like you know that one anime, uh, animation they use in like disney movies where it's like oh, blue the bear walking yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. what's the song <laughs> no the, the bears i want to be like you yes i, I want to be like you bear necessities the the bear necessities okay. I mean, Fitz is very wolfish. I just feel like a wolf is a cooler animal to emulate. <laughs> I don't like when he's like. A... Uh, I like when he's like. Do I? Yes. Act like a wolf as much as these bitches act like they're animals. Like, like yeah, yes. that's not me. Like, no. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's just he says to, to himself your... as he's like <laughs> sitting in the dirt, gnawing on raw, Normal. bloody right? flesh. <laughs> Everybody thinks he's a smelly odd duck than his entire life, and <laughs> well, that's oh, so it's... Funny. Uh, and the, so Sleet is uh, like a falcon. So Holly is like a bird bird person. Yeah, staring. She stares with big with eyes at everyone. Dark <laughs> eyes yeah. in the corner, perched on things, just like mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. She probably flicks her head and turns it like a bird does. Like, huh? Uh, what do we? So what do we think about the fact that Fitz isn't like he's just kind of like, all right, well that's cool, but I hate you guys. I'm leaving. Like. They I fed think... him. They were nice to him. No one's ever nice to him. Right? I know. I, true. I, I he, thought he would have latched really on to that He really wanted to kill Regal. Was he wearing a he shirt really in that, at that point? <laughs> was he wearing a shirt at that point? <laughs> There's a part where he just takes his shirt off for like a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a wolf now. Yes. No, he was wearing a shirt because he was in a town. That's true. Yeah. No, he's, he's very him. resigned to his path at this point. I don't think he's. Yeah. I, he's not even. He's not even, uh, like, looking into the possibility of changing from his course. All right. Chapter seven is called Pharaoh, which Joey has helpfully respelled for me in the notes doc. So yeah. Well. Uh, the intro is. <laughs> 
Uh, we've already had an inkling that Lady Patience has been gathering a power base in Buckheap, but this intro further describes her methods by using the abandoned guards of Shrewd Verity and Ketrikin and offering aid and purpose to the besieged of Buck. As an aside, uh, it's a bit of a relief to know that while Fitz spends himself on vengeance, there's someone thinking of the people. So Fitz and Night Eyes travel in companionship. Fitz is still a man, and when his thoughts go to the unknown, they go to planning and the future of his mission, and he often thinks of Molly, while Night Eyes is a wolf and has a childlike concentration on the present. Fitz attempts to skill to Molly and instead gets Burrich again, uh, and Verity interrupts and bids Fitz to uh, abandon his old life uh, and his loved ones. He needs to leave them alone to keep them safe, much like chivalry did to Fitz. Their travel continues through the farm like Pharaoh. At one point, Fitz and Night Eyes discuss the human tendency towards authority. Fitz is confronted with the question of whether or not he thinks he's better than an animal. Alone together, they keep traveling towards the Vin River until suddenly they encounter wolves. Night Eyes is intrigued by others of his kind and decides to part from Fitz for a while, promising he will return to Fitz eventually. Fitz feels abandoned, but he respects Night Eyes' choice. Fitz continues his traveling alone, dwelling on his loneliness. Eventually, he is visited by Sleet. <laughs> Eventually, he is visited by Sleet with a message from Rolf and Holly warning him that Regal is looking for him. Fitz resolves to complete Verity's advice, and he decides that Night Eyes is better off being a wolf. That was sad. Yeah. I mean, at least, you know, in this instance... Fitz didn't just get an animal killed, they abandoned him instead, you know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fair. And, and we get to learn a lot about wolves, right? Yeah. Which I think Night Eyes is curious about. He doesn't know that much. I like to, I'm hoping that this is just Night Eyes from Springer, and he's just, <laughs> he's gonna like go out and get a taste <laughs> of it, and then like he'll just go back, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought he it really was, does desert him in this. Search. I thought it was interesting how uh, I think it's sort of some insight into how Night Eyes thinks that he said, "Hey, just wait, wait at this river for me. Just wait here, and I'll I'll be right back." And but he doesn't come. <laughs> he doesn't come right back. It's, yeah. it's it's quite a while, and Fitz, I mean Fitz well, realizes have- it and moves on, but like it is, yeah. I mean, they're still connected, though. He tells Fitz, he's like, I, I can find you. It's fine. Yeah. It's clearly, like, not the last of Night Eyes, because that's not how, I mean... No, that not... would be dumb. That would be yeah, dumb. Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. So, just a matter of when he pops back up. Say, like, when Fitz tries to read out, reach out to him, and Night Eyes is like, uh, uh go away. <laughs> back <Yeah>. off. <laughs> he was trying to romance a lady. I mean, you know... They both have experienced that before with, right. you know, <laughs> the event. <laughs> Which leads me to the other conversation that they have where Night Eyes is like, wait, do you think that you're better than an animal? Like, are you smarter than me? Do you really think that you're smarter than me? Because you're not. And then Fitz is kind of like, well, I mean, I am smarter than most animals. <laughs> and then and then Night Eyes is like, well, I mean, not really. <laughs> I like when Night Eyes not is smarter like, well, than I'm a wolf. smarter than a porcupine. Yeah, yeah, but not a wolf. You're not smarter than a wolf. Like, I'll give you prey animals. You might be smarter than prey, but... And then... I just like that Night Eyes always goes back to porcupines. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm like, well, I'm smarter than a porcupine, so it's, you know, it's fine. And then Fitz <laughs> thinks about it a little more, and he's like, oh, hey, this I was just asking him to keep out of my life with Molly, and now mm-hmm. I am trying to intrude on his life here. It, I just think it's an interesting parallel. It takes him a second to realize that it's the same thing. Right. I appreciate this, because in a lot, a lot of times in fantasy... And I'm not going to name these characters, but when they have a wolf sidekick, they sometimes become an accessory instead of their own character or their own being. And one of the things that I love about Night Eyes is Night Eyes is his own character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and this really solidifies that. He makes his own choices. He's not just going to do whatever Fitz wants to do. He has his own life and he has his own character arc. Oh, oh little Fitzy Pooh. Yes, Fitz is just very lonely. In this yeah. <laughs> lonely yeah. boy. I also like that uh, Holly definitely knows who Fitz is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, definitely. <laughs> She's like, oh, um, Fitz, uh, Regal's looking for you. Definitely it's you. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. And I, I also like the fact that he, like, took the letter out for, of sleep, and it's like, well, it was half mangled and wet dirty and i'm like mm, sleep you don't really like being a messenger bird do you i know I think well i mean he also like, like dug his talents into his arm repeatedly what were the quotes from this chapter that i, that I oh i liked you know when he's being all like you know maudlin about everything he was like last time i did this trick i had been a confident young assassin on my way to an important murder this is also the one where he walks through the swamp and he's like what kind of moron i asked myself tried to walk through an unfamiliar swamp in the dark and gets bitten by midges (laughs) my entire body was a bug bite but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh he's so dumb Gross. All right. Anything else before we move on to chapter eight? Um, yeah, I think we need to talk about patience a little bit from okay. the opening. I like what she's doing, clearly. I'm a little yeah. confused as to why they don't see her as more of a threat, though. Regal? Or I mean, he's just, not there. Well, Regal's not there, but uh, Home Slices. Bright. Well, Lord Bright might not even be telling Regal what's going on. Bright's 25 and, or like, not fully. hanging with floozies. That's, that's Yeah, so we just, like, he doesn't give a shit because she's doing <laughs> work and he doesn't have to, and that's that. Probably. Okay. Right, and he also doesn't want to tell Regal, like, I might be bad at my job. Come right. get me. But Regal's like, Come bring me to the King's Circle. Job, Great. And then that little story about Pansy and how she was, like, hiding into oh, yeah. in Raider's... Uh, cargo and doing crazy ass shit. She and she died at, at 13. 13 but, yeah, I know. Yeah. Horse them up yeah. for, for her. She was amazing. Poor little pansy. To pansy. Poor yeah. pansy. Chapter 8 is called Tradeford. The intro talks about the Red Ship Raiders redoubling their efforts to destroy the coastal duchies with Barons taking the brunt. It gets so bad that even Lord Bright and Regal belatedly realize that the coastal duchies are their only line of defense, but they decide that all is lost and no help is offered. Only Patience and her guard offer any assistance. Duke Brondi ends up dying defending Ripplekeep, but his daughters continue in the resistance. 
So Fitz finds himself in a riverside town and they're having a holiday. He enters and he is mistaken for a beggar due to his appearance and his smell, which we've already <laughs> a little, talked about a little bit. Oh. He, he eats at the public tables and avoids a fight with some drunk kids while listening to talk. Uh, he finds out that there's a hiring fair in Tradeford and that the king has built this great circle and they're calling it the king circle and that it's basically a gladiator ring and people go to fight in it uh, and they also are taking forged ones to fight in it like animals. Afterwards, Fitz goes to a decent inn and he pays to have his clothes washed and thinking that he needs to like be well rested and at his best because he's only a day's travel from Tradeford and Regal and he wants to like be himself when he arrives so in the end he has a hard time falling asleep and he ends up skill dreaming he finds himself in barons and he sees that duke brondy has been slain and he helps celerity save faith by fighting with her body like we saw verity doing in the last skill walk uh verity skills to fitz and tells him that it was a really stupid risk and fitz is kind of like but you you do it and fitz wakes up the next morning skill sick and doses himself with a lot of elf bark he heads for Tradeford in his typical post-elf bark depression, and he passes a gallows, so yay! When <laughs> he arrives in Tradeford, he finds a bustling rich town and is momentarily ashamed of Buck's rustic harshness. He takes work at the docks for a night, but doesn't learn much except that these people, they just don't care what's going on in the coastal duchies. He then heads for Regal's estate after dinner to scope it out. I like when he gets to the town of foam or whatever it's called and they think he's a beggar and he's just like oh it's not so bad and then he finally gets to the inn and he's like oh it is this bad <laughs> <laughs> I like that the innkeeper like, was like you can't get into bed until you take a bath <laughs> <laughs> like bath first yeah god he's nasty I like when he shaves and he's full well, first of all I like that he's like oh I only cut myself twice and that just the entire <laughs> lower half Lower half of his face is like Winning. super pale compared to the rest, which is mm-hmm. old. Yeah, so he probably which just I looks mean, ridiculous. I think people probably are used to people looking like that, though, like workers. You know, like they. Yeah. Are. But it's the it's the. Let's go back to his shirt. So his poor shirt. <laughs> he even, so he took it off when he was a wolf man. Right. And right. he put it in his pack. And, and then he walked like through a swamp. Dude and got really fucking gross. Well, he, he took like it off. He took it off because it was gross. First of all, he took it off because it was gross. <laughs> put it in his it's bag. Covered in blood. Walked, walked through a swamp. Right. <laughs> got bitten by midges. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going into a town. I should put my shirt back on." <laughs> Pulls it back out, and he's like I mean, super miffed that it's like fucked up. <laughs> It's like misshapen. Yeah. God, can you imagine how? <laughs> Let me just air, air this out. How close are misshapen in, these, in this? Yeah, section. there can is misshapen pants and like pants. stretched out. There's like holes in the ass. Like, yeah. Can we just They're appreciate the Either fact that this poor like bread. boy that worked at the inn had to wash, wash his shirt for a copper? I just envision his pants as looking like tattered really like stretched out long johns like you know just look really extra well i want no because at this point they don't even hit like mid-calf like they're right? above mid-calf he no like, yeah he sewed thin. he sewed them up because they but were I mean, they like, were destroyed with the butts all the like the butts all droopy and the elastics like not there anymore <laughs> like, and he has his like homemade shoes yeah. what, what does that mean he oh, like man. wrapped his yeah, feet yeah he looks in awesome <laughs> i don't know but he does have boots later so I don't know why he, he gets, wasn't yeah. just wearing them. 
But you guys, were you proud of Fitz at the beginning of the chapter when he's setting off on his next journey and he resolved to be better prepared and gave himself a name? <laughs> yes. Came up with that a was story. Not no. a <laughs> Good old Jory. And then he didn't use it. Yeah. I know, right? If anyone yeah. asks Champ. Me, this is where I'm going. This is where I've been. <laughs> he's totally gone assassin pro <laughs> my name's Tom that's later my name is yeah this one's Jory not killer his name was Jory. Jory he had been a soldier and he had a few skills with horses yeah but he did he did, did he tell he anyone his name was Jory no, no it was just <laughs> his cover story if anyone asked but I just like that he was so ashamed of himself for the last time <laughs> He should be. He should be. He, he should, yeah, he really should be. In fact, he could use with a lot more shame. It might improve him. <laughs> uh, can we talk about the skill dreaming? About how oh, yeah. Celerity, it, drop a sword, pick up an axe, fuck some people up, and save her sister. Yeah, and then Celerity's like, why do I have this axe in my hand? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what I'm is that? I'm still all for the, uh, the fifth stealing... Celerity ship. Yeah, yeah, no, right. I, I like it, it too. I love it. Uh, so, if you if a, if a man who is good with an axe possesses me via a skill dream, do I get the muscles needed? To <laughs> it sounds lift like up no. Axe. If there's but, magic involved, um, so, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. So, so it's magic, <laughs> and with magic, yes. I mean, not, like, it sounds like muscles, it sounds like you're but... not as strong as Fitz, but you were still able to to wield it. You've got the adrenaline to like, yeah, like act. mom's lifting. Yeah, but your arms hurt like yeah. shit for the right, next right. week. So like, Celerity's going to be sore tomorrow, right? Very sore. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, well, she's going to be really I'm sore. I'm sure he doesn't have the muscle. Anything about working out? It's always day two. You have to fear the most. Yeah, it's the one that's super hard to get down the subway stairs. That's when you just have to body flop onto the toilet because your legs don't work. <laughs> and then you live there forever until you can figure out how to get up. Well, they don't really have proper toilets, so that's just all. Yeah, I mean, you know what? He's which a is wolf. even he worse because you'd have to like squat and hover over a chamber pot, which would suck. No, but see, this is another reason why Fitz smells because he's not stopping to go. He's just running. He's like a marathoner. <laughs> He just squirts it out he's, on the road. He's just like a horse, his, his, and he's just like letting it drop when he's going. Shit pants. <laughs> Let it roll out. Got to get to Regal. Let it roll he's out. It'll be fine. It'll air out before I get to town. Yeah, he's going through a swamp. That'll wash it out. <laughs> oh yeah. I like when he complains yeah. that everything tastes like That'll river water. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's some like of his sense work. What's this river water taste dope. like? Uh, the next chapter... What's better than river water? Sega. What? Stream water? River water? Yeah, I guess Waterfall river water, water is, like, silty. Chalky. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's chalky. Talk, yeah. You know, dank. Brackish. No. It should not be brackish. That's... That's seawater. Yeah, that's only, like, right at the mouth of where the ocean hits a river. That's an estuary. Right. Yes. But that's an estuary has brackish water. Right, but he's traveling along the Vin River, and that is flowing the other way. Anyway. Yeah, he's way, he's chap- way upriver. <laughs> yeah. Chapter 9 is going to Joey. I gave him the fun chapter, because I thought that would be fun. 
Uh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. I will I'm excited. It's going to be lots of fun. There's some references. I spent some time on it. Nice. Like, <laughs> very long. There's a lot that happens. Jesus Good Christ. job, I'm Joey. I'm just going to probably Fitz cry is... laugh through the whole thing. I can't wait. <laughs> Fitz is very competent in this chapter, which is why it is um, named the assassin. named assassin because he's at his peak skills. We uh, we established that. This is, you know, he's reached his pro status as an assassin. So we're about to go through a very, uh, you know, a calculated approach at what an assassin is supposed to do <laughs> and how they're supposed to go about it. So very the procedures involved. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's yeah. let's get on with this. Take um, notes, everyone. The, the, take, take notes, uh, um, potential assassins out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we start out with a discussion on how it was that Galen um, became the uh, the main skill teacher at Buckkeep, if you can call him that, because I don't remember him teaching anybody anything until he was asked or commanded to form a coterie for Verity, um, and then that basically uh, lends itself to the to 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 where we are today, uh, A.K.A. Rest in peace, Serene and Justin. They're dead. And now Will's in charge, bitches. So, you know, where, where's this going? Where's this going? What's this chapter going to be about? Um, and I'm going to correct I'm gonna correct Rachel, because up to this point, she's been calling it Trade Ford. But it's actually Trade Fort. There's a, it's a fort where trading happens. So that's it's actually Trade Fort. Um, There's so definitely rolls a up at the end of it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, it sounds, I'm just saying... As a listener, it sounds like Fort. So, clearly. <laughs> in trade, as, as we also know that in the Pharaoh Lancer's Pyramid. So, in trade Fort, Fitz rolls, up to, Fitz rolls up to the royal estate looking and probably smelling like a beggar. We talked about the smelling. Gets bumped by a mean guard. Fitz scoots around and he scales the walls looking for access like you do. Uh, he overhears uh, that it's the night of the Scarlet Ball. Like Scarlet, you know, like blood. It's like the Red Wedding. Blood, Something bad, you know. Red some rah, blood, blood. Uh, Fitz beggars just enough to buy a disguise of textile apprentice bearing uh, bearing silk. So he's gonna get some new threads, literally, um, which is pretty awesome because everything, as we established, everything he owns up to this point is shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was so excited so he's tra- about that shirt. <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we get a few more. I shopping. know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shirt bonanza. Um, he's shopping. <laughs> so, shopping spree. So he 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 gets into it with the other trade folk, pretending he's holding his silk. You know, like he's got like a bolt of silk or something, and he's like, "I'm coming in with these guys," and they're like, "Cool, go ahead." And then Fitz, um, he posts up in a hiding place, and he laces his sword okay, with his poisons. Stop. He posted my favorite hiding place. Inside a dark as fuck cupboard. I know. <laughs> Curled like, up. Fuck. Cupboard? Grown man in a tiny cupboard. <laughs> Picture that. Go on. Putting yeah, poison okay, on his sword. <laughs> Grown man putting poisons on his sword. Um, and then after dark, he leaves his hiding place. And then he runs into some... He hears a song about lady's breastbone being made into a harp. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Up. Cool. <laughs> we'll talk uh, about that more later. description. <laughs> talk about that later. More description of lavish party comforts, and uh, it sounds like to me. To me, it sounds like a Jane Austen novel. Totally agree. Like all this, abs- 
Yeah, and I'm like, well, where's Mr. Darcy? And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's actually Regal in this case, and he's evil. So that that kind of sucks. So sorry, 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 ladies. Sorry, everyone. Um, because, you know, Darcy should never have to be Regal, but, you know, he does own this place, kind of. Um, so then he does get caught by one of Regal's personal guard, and I was like, was this the one who helped beat him to death? And I think it was at least the guy standing in the room when he got beaten to death. And then the dude confronts him as a thief and chases him down, and then Fitz elbows the shit out of him. Then he kicks the shit out of him, and then he slits the shit out of his neck. And then here's the here's the weird fucking part. He he and I, I have not seen this side of Fitz, but I think he's you know he's a little he's a little fucked up because he was you know he's gotten killed now, and he's kind of reaching Arya Stark levels, and he's kind of he whispers his name into his ear, and, and like right after he slits his throat, he's like Fitz Chivalry. Bitch. And then he just like he slits it and he's and I'm like so Fitz is kind of reaching you know I, I, to me he's like I'm getting a kill finally and it's owed <laughs> and then and then it's a fucking mess it's a it's a bloody fucking mess if anybody out there is it's terrible there's blood everywhere this man was like I think he's described as being full of blood being a big man or something yeah that's nasty yeah, he tries to clean it up a lot of blood yeah. Yeah, and then and then Rachel told me I didn't realize this, but he he doesn't just use his own shirt; he uses the man shirt first. He runs out of shirt to sop up blood, and then he wipes his hands off on his own shirt. No, so now no, he's no, 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 no. other way around. Opposite of that, Joey. Okay, vice fine. So yeah, he wipes his hands on his own. Then he sops. There's a lot of blood being sopped up with shirts, and then. At the end of it, Fitz ends up without a shirt, and he's probably still kind of covered in blood. That's my guess. He's probably still got blood, like, all over his pants, his pants that he just bought. And then, like, he's running the halls in, you know, Pemberley Estate. And, again, like, here's the thing, though. Mr. Darcy's name was Fitzwilliam, was it not? It was. was. Fitzwilliam Darcy. It was. I I think I'm on to (laughs) something. He was the son of somebody. <laughs> Fitzchivalry, yeah, right. <laughs> Fitzchivalry, not Fitzwilliam, makes his way through the palace and finds the main staircase. Fitz has doubts about whether or not he can succeed and starts to panic. And that's like you know, like how a trained assassin at their finest hour of kill cra- killcraft nerves are so so honed that they they nearly have mental breakdown in the hall, shirtless and covered in blood. That's that's like peak assassin power. <laughs> Good result, Fitz. Uh, Verity skills, and then and then Verity skills out to Fitz because he's probably was like all over the place, right? Because like again, he's like, I, I I'm using the skill. I'm using the skill, everyone. Hey, Will, I'm using the skill. And then like Verity's like, shit, guys, shut up. And so then, of course, because you know everybody can hear Fitz now, the the coterie subordinates. Who's uh, that? Like, are just sort of they're moseying about. They don't see they don't see him, but they they're they're kind of they're in the same room. I think they were attracted to him or something, and they didn't know it. But it's Burl and it's Carrot, and um, <laughs> I think they're sensing. I think they're sensing. Hold on, Wait, we have to pause just so that people can appreciate this note stock where it says Carrot like a vegetable. Carrot K E R O D. Carrot K A R R O D. With question marks. I just like it. It's great. <laughs> I, 
In my mind, he looks like Carrot Top. He's probably nothing like Carrot Top. Is he the fat one or the the fancy? Burl's the fat one. Yeah, Burl's the fancy one. Is it B U R L or B E R L? No, you actually got that one right. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, and then, alright, okay, so then they walk off, and they're complaining about Will being in, like, uh, Regal's favor or something like that. They're not happy. Blah. He said to go look for him or something. I don't know. Fitz, Fitz finds a new disguise as a gentleman. He gets a cool gear upgrade, and, uh, you know, I'm like, just because you're dressing like Darcy doesn't make you Darcy. I don't think Fitz has any Darcy energy at all. That's beside the Fitz point. Fitz does not like fancy clothes. <laughs> he's, no, he doesn't. Fancy, he's terrible at fancy. Buttons, he's, he's just, just like badass. Yeah, he he's makes like pulling on it. He's, he's like, like, should this be tight? I don't like this. This is too tight. He this finds fancy shirt. European he's like, there's cut. a lot more going on around the cuffs than I normally <laughs> choose for myself. This is too thrilling. This is too, I don't... Yeah, isn't this something Regal would wear? Oh my god! Where is the fool when you need him to dress yeah. him? Honestly, where is the fool? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to we'll get to where the fuck is everyone else that Fitz has and how useless he is without his people. Um, Verity skills to Fitz again, asking him what the fuck he's doing. Fitz tries to decide on how to poison Re- Regal. Um, oh, I, I skipped over this. He he finds himself what he thinks is Regal's room. So now he's he's looking over all the belongings and he's like, what do I poison first? He's like a, you know, like this is he's in the room, he's ready to start poisoning shit. So he puts a he puts some poison on, he sprinkles some poison on some hair on a hairbrush that he knows Regal probably uses, and then some earrings and some scented handkerchiefs and a bunch of his favorite shirts. He thinks, and then he's like. I'm like, is this gonna work, Fitz? He's just like poisoning everything. How do you <laughs> know? He puts it in the gloves. <laughs> in the yeah. gloves, yeah. He took great pleasure like, in that. Yeah. It's like you could make a list of places where he's not putting poison, <laughs> and it would probably be <laughs> shorter. He's just, very he just opened up his little sugar packet of poison powder and just sprinkled it all over the place. <laughs> he's just sort of sprinkling it everywhere. <laughs> and then uh, someone came searching in for Fitz. And then he's like, oh shit, it's another one of Regal's guards, so he gut-stabs him. And then, of course, of course, he's got a wisp, he got an evil whisper his name into his ear again as he's, as he's fucking killing him. He's like, I fit <laughs> Rachel had added a, a spirit fingers when, whenever, whenever Fitz says his name as he's, after he kills somebody. Yeah. It's, that's, I like that he says it to, twice, like once isn't good yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, and then and then out of nowhere out of out of really nowhere i guess yeah okay sure wave of will skill comes at fits boom will knows for sure now it's him because like the impression of his will powers being pushed onto him is like it's obvious it's like looking at somebody's silhouette or something I thought was I thought that description was kind of cool. Um, so Will's like, I know I got you, bitch. I see you. Um, now, now all the fucking guards are coming out. The, the red alerts are coming. It's like, it's you know, Fitz is dashing off through the halls. At least he's wearing a shirt again. Jesus. Um, he, he figures he'll just poison the shit out of everything now. He's just, like, if you didn't think he was poisoning everything before, now he's just fucking, like, he's got, like, troughs of poison. I don't know where it's coming from. He's just poisoning everything. And then, um, 
Will's so now and then we learn Wits Fitz is getting totally mind fucked by Will, who's just like sees him. He he's he's he sees him. He's skill you know screwing his brain. To me, it's like a weird confusion spell cast in like so many of RPGs where like your character's just sort of spinning in circles, and you're like, holy crap, don't attack my healer. You know, like they, they the confusion spell hits your main character, but fortunately or unfortunately, Fitz doesn't have any support characters. <laughs> just fucked up on his own. He's just hitting himself, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to him killing himself, trying to kill himself. Anyway, he ends up in Regal's room, complete with drug, smoke, wine, and cheese. He's like, "Yeah, all right, I found Regal's room, and there's drug, smoke, perfect. I could poison that wine. Per, I could poison that cheat. I could poison that." And then Will's like sitting there in like a chair or something. That's how I imagine it. he's like re- he's reclining in a chair and he's wearing like some fucking sick ass clothes. And they're described <laughs> as looking jealous. expensive because they're well tailored, right? Like Galen used to wear. It's like, like Will's like the second coming of of Galen. Third, Serena's second. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> And then Burl and Carrot are sitting on either side. <laughs> or sta- standing. They're probably standing, browbeating. And um, Will ha- Will reveals Will reveals like his hideous scar that Fitz uh, gave him back when he like got killed the first time. And he like he did that like he did that poison like thing. And then 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 like it, but apparently it didn't hit anybody except Will's shitty eye now, which I like to imagine as being a white eye. But Rachel tells me it's probably just missing. Um, <laughs> I like the white eye. It's creepier. The white, Why do the I white get eye with a slash through it or something? Why did I get... Qu- All right. That's fine. I don't... They said it was sunken. It was, like, small yeah, yeah. and, like, gross. Sunken and small? Yeah. Oh, that sounds shittier. And, and okay. like, clouded. Uh, now, this is where... This is my po- favorite part of this chapter. Fitz is like, All right. I'm kind of fucked here. But you know what, guys? I'm going to fucking slash my own arms. And then he starts gloating about it. Like, I just fucking killed myself, bitches. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to slash in my... I'm dead now. This is... And it's like, who gloats about killing... Anyways, um, Verity's, Verity's there, and he starts realizing what shit Fitz is really in. And he's like... He, he compels Fitz to come to him, and he l- unleashes his mighty skill blast to mindfuck Will and the others, his, his soul bomb, if you will. And, and like, it just leaves, like, Will and Burl and Carrot just completely, like, just stupefied. And then Fitz starts with a, with a, with a streams of blood or a stream of blood behind himself, just leaving it as he runs, dashes towards the closest window and crashes out of it like he's about to fall several flights and then he finds out he's really just on the first flight, which is kind of hysterical. So he just kind of falls, and he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, he runs immediately, he runs to the to the stable, sees a girl, girl's like, Hans, 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 Hans. No, you were close to the first time. <laughs> well, I, I always type it Hans, but anyways. So Fitz is like, Fitz is like, no, it's fine. Uh, after after Hans shows up, he, he's like, it's fine. It's fine. You remember me? And 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 he's like, "Holy shit." Fitz, and then he's like, "Beast magic. Fuck you. This is terrible. I don't like you." And so it's time to go Fitz. He steals Arrow, uh which is Regal's finest black. He steals Arrow, and like I can't get this image out of my head, but it's like worm tongue in um in Lord of the Rings when he's like busting out a um 
He's busting out of, uh, where, where is, what's the town's name? Help me. Edris. Edras? Edras. Edras. So Worm Tongue's, it's like Worm Tongue busting out of Edras. He's just like terror. You know how he's like, he's like, get away from me. And he's just like, you know, anyways, because he's like on a black horse, you know, like you do. And then uh, Fitz realizes that he failed even at trying to assassinate himself. So again, <laughs> can't even manage to kill himself because like, he because all I'm the person dead. Oh. But like, how do I'm invincible? He, he killed Whoops. two people with that knife, and he wiped it off. Like they made a point of saying he wiped it off. How did he not know that there was? I mean, like, yeah, there's no poison left, dude. Because he was. He's kind of messed up duh. from all the rest, but I just wow. love that realization. He's like, oh, I just realized so, I'm not uh, dead. Cool. So much of this mean, chapter reads like a video game. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. Where you're just like, get in. Oh, got to kill this Run guy. Run trying to do it It stealth. looks like XYZ. Okay. This is the yeah, Metal Gear Solid chapter. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's it, it's playing like the one where you're like, I can't believe I survived that. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, I died 10,000 times before, but I I'm, I survived this one time, and it, it, it looks bad. It looks bad, but I lived. Well, there's some mid-level saving, I think, for sure, for Fitz, yeah. and then some reloads. I think there's... <laughs> Does he lose points for taking off his shirt and using it to sop up blood? Because I was super <laughs> mad at him for that. I was like, I was really no. What, what are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, or again, or taking the body skills. and putting it in the pool. Yeah, he even, yeah, he's like, he even thought about it. He thought about it. Like there the were two fish. choices. Use it as a distraction or, you know, hide it and hide right. it well. And he's like, but I'll he's do like, both. I'll do it in between <laughs> and do a bad job at both. <laughs> Sleep blood. And the poor fish. Don't half-ass two things. I thought about the fish too, thing. Jenny. I was like, "What about those fish?" Yeah, they're, they're like, like, "What the fuck?" The koi, like, the koi fish. They have like something to eat now. Bloated dead body in our pool, and well, then you wash your blood gross, bloody hands water. in the other yeah. pool. <laughs> so, also, I like that. That's like good. the game room. It's iron. Say the that again. Room, yeah. Oh yeah, the game room. <laughs> My favorite game room filled with fish. Who say that again? I just said, "Why is the game room filled with fish?" Why is the game room filled with burning sensors of weed and birds, and there are no people in there, and all the birds are high and take it a nap? I was mad about the whole that. This is just a drug den. Okay? It was a drug den full yeah, of birds like and no people. But also, like, birds how many of those rooms were real rooms? How many yeah, rooms were fake rooms? Yeah. I feel like I feel like at was, this point dude, they're real rooms. They're not fake until Will is a hundred percent sure that he's there. Yeah, I like. I don't know. Other, but other people him. reference it as the game room. Yeah, yeah. I feel uh, like it was. I right, feel like it was real until that second guy died. <laughs> that second guard died, and then it became all fake. Okay. Speaking yeah. of the first one, though, I really like how he was like. Well, they probably won't actually notice that he's dead there because, you know, like, they're really high. And then later when he hears the team, he's like, oh, I guess they noticed. Yeah, maybe they're not that high. So my favorite quote from this chapter was when he killed the first guy, Verde. I guess, I Verde, Verde. Uh, to me, I just want to call him Verde Salsa. It's like, Verde. Uh, but so he says, when he murders him, he says, so quickly it was done. Vengeance. I stood looking down at him, waiting to feel triumph or relief or satisfaction. Instead, I felt nothing. Felt as lost to all life as he was. He was not even meat I could eat. <laughs> uh, oops. Maybe some uh, night eyes spill over there. I highlighted the 
I passed the time imagining how Regal would kill me if he caught me, because I just like that that's how he, like, you know, whiles away the hours. I would really Jesus. like to point out that he's no longer PTSD fits. Yeah. Really? Like, he, 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 feel, he, he was seems like, very clearly over it. Yeah. Well, he had that moment in in the town beforehand where those jerks were talking to him when he was, you know, beggar face. Right. And he was like, ooh, anger. Yes. Yeah. And then Verity was like, don't kill these children, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite I mean, line was, uh, he was a large man and he had a lot of blood in him. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of so, guts. I, I mean, I mean, really though, like this third book, third book, you're like the okay. This is the scene where my main my main character is going to go in there. He's going to kick some ass. We've seen him honing his skills up to this point. I'm here for it. I'm waiting. And it's like it could not be any more of a fail than it was. <laughs> I mean, like, think I about mean, it. He, he is alive by accident. Kill Regal. He walked out of his shitty little hut and kept walking until he got to Regal. <laughs> yeah. And in that whole time, he never thought of how he was going to do it. No. Yeah, he got the voiding picking I think how. I think he did was a it, pretty good job for as little planning as he did. His to be honest. <laughs> but Regal wasn't even there. So, how good of a job did I just, he really do? I mean, really, he should have, like, you know, found some scarlet clothes and gone as a ball guest and gotten close he to actual Regal. <laughs> could have taken so, a right, fucking yeah. bath. Was yeah. Regal not there? He could have taken a goddamn bath in a river. As soon as people started dying. We don't know. I don't think, that. I don't, yeah, I wonder if Regal was even there. Or, like, I don't think he was there at all. I think Will, I think Will because... was summoning him. I, I don't. He, I think he might have there was so little thought was go, put into it. Will summoned. Yeah, I, like, I think it it's possible so that Will was summoning him, but I don't think Will absolutely knew what was happening until that guy died. Yeah, I think he was. I think right. he was curious about it. I think he had suspicions, but I don't think he knew for sure until that guy died in one of Regal's rooms. I feel it, like it really is. If this were cla- it, like a classic story and not, you know let's torture Fitz for several books um, that, you know, he would have been in like a real tough place. And then night eyes would have like, you know, come back to him somehow and, and helped him out. But instead it was Jumped just like, no, window. night eyes is just like really gone right <laughs> yeah. now. And he's just really gone. like, I'm gone. I'm fucking out. Like you're just, you're lost. You got none of your people. Like, not the even afterwards. Keddy, Molly, patience. No, they're he all gone. deserve night eyes help right now. Okay. But like he not even died. afterwards, after he like somehow survives and realizes he's not dead. Does night eyes doesn't even like check in. It's like, oh, shit. Um, I do like that much like the night that Shrewd died when he's being chased around this castle. He's like, I'm just going to run. You guys can fucking run. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. But that was like the the same. He's high on will. Kill people, run. Rather than. All the the assassin just goes out the window, literally. Yeah. And he just. Killing and then running. He, he was under skill illusions rather than the you know the drugs that he was yeah. the yes. time previous. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, Fitz really wanted to be a scribe. He didn't want to be an assassin. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not. He, he's bad at it. But he just you know, wanted to draw his puppies be. and yeah, write his letters. Good, yeah, remember and remember make paper art? with patience. Oh, that. God. 
That, God. But that second, God damn it! That second kill where God he gutted the guy. Why did he do yeah. that? Yeah, he didn't. He did not need to do out. that. That was not the smart no, way to kill him. Stabbed him in the that gut, was... ripped it up so that his insides fell out of him, and then slit his throat. Like really? <laughs> and then also, wasn't that in the room where he was hoping that would like Regal would be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. kill a guy in this room. <laughs> you just Regal's ruined everything. Yeah. You ruined your whole thing. You ruined all like, of it. Well, you know, maybe he'll still touch something in there, and I'll have succeeded but, anyway. No, but I like when he's when he goes to slit the guy's throat, and he's like, "This isn't really necessary, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Anyway. I'm gonna do it anyway, just for fun." You, you you maybe killed a couple servants who came to clean up afterwards, but you did not kill yeah, Regal. those poor yeah. people. Yeah, I know, right? So Joey, when he finally gets caught by Will, and he slices into himself, and then he announces it. I think that was actually a smart move on his part because it probably bought him a little bit of time. Because instead you know of everybody, it would have been smarter, though. instead of everybody like <laughs> leaping on him to try to get him, they're like, "Oh, well, if he's already gonna die, like, we'll just not jump him." It would have been smarter if <laughs> was he knew the blade smart. wasn't poisoned anymore, well, and knew that he sure. wasn't That's actually right. going to die. But he says he was later that he was gloating about killing himself. But he says later that he was hoping that his own conviction about. His, his imminent death would convince Will that he really was poisoned and that they wouldn't well, look for him. No, he was saying that because he Black. did truly believe that, that yeah. he hoped that that's what they would believe. So I guess, I mean, it, it worked out. I'm just saying it as wasn't a smarter smart. move, it, was it would have it been if he had known that it wasn't it's a, poisoned. It's a story of failing up. <laughs> it's a story of failing up, yeah. Uh, are we ready to move on to the last chapter? Yeah. Yes. It's boring so we'll get through it okay. okay chapter 10 is called the hiring fair and the intro is more about how the how slavery works in Charleston and the border and cultural scuffles between Charleston and chokes so compelled to reach verity fitz travels for days and reaches landing a leather and pottery trading town in the market a woman tries to trade fitz for his freeman's earring uh, which she says is from clan butron he inherited this from burrich and chivalry Fitz says no, even though she offers him a small fortune, because it's his last connection to his old life, and he doesn't want to give it up. So realizing fully how far he has to go and how ill-prepared he is for the journey, Fitz gathers a few supplies and clothing and heads to the slaughter yards to find work. He isn't hired at first, but during the evening camp, he hears that Regal is offering 100 golds each for Shade and himself, and they have very good descriptions of them both, right down to Fitz's recent injuries and his earring. So Fitz is afraid people will recognize him, especially the lady in the market, and he keeps his head down. He learns that these people in these central uh, duchies, they're just not concerned with, with, with what's happening in the Red Ship Raider conflict. They don't talk about it. It's not on their minds. So Fitz spends the night pondering Regal's motivations, his machinations and his strategies with the Mountain Kingdom, you know, his original plans versus what, what he's doing now. And in the end, um, he really thinks that he should be going after Regal, but Verity's compulsion wins out and Fitz concentrates on finding a caravan so he can get to the mountains. He dreams of Burge and Molly and then Celerity and Faith and then the Fool and Catrican and finally of hunting wolves. The next day, Fitz finds work herding sheep from one part of town to the other. And after doing a good job, he convinces the man to hire him. And the man's name is Damon. So he's got a caravan. He's going to go to the mountains. Can we talk about the part of his dreams that talk about shade? Yeah. Yeah. I dreamed of shade talk, taking tea with patience and lazy. Oh, yeah. We wore a red robe 
a, a robe of red silk patterned over with stars cut in a very old style, and he smiled charmingly at the women over his cup and brought laughter even to Patience's eyes, although she looked strangely worn and weary. What the hell? I think he's just got clothes in the walls. You know, they're old, but they're nice. But why are they like wizard's robes? <laughs> Lady Time's wardrobe was weird. I think he's a bit of a wizard. He's a little he bit of a, a wizard. He could be a dandy. Yeah. Maybe he's a bit of a dandy. I don't know. Regal got it from somewhere. It's really funny. Oh, I was going to say, I like that they, they say that the pocked man carries half of Shrewd's like, soul or face or whatever. And I'm like, he kind of yeah. does. He's his half brother. Yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, the fact that, you know, our minimal mention of the fool, we still got. His white face turned to ivory. <laughs> he went from white to turned into the very much white. <laughs> I felt there was no hope left in his face, and I felt that I was within the flames, looking deeply into his eyes. You guys, how dreamy! He also says that Catrickan was weeping inconsolably. So, did she lose the baby, or is she still sad about Verity, or like what's going on with that drama? I guess you have to read and find out. Ashley, no, I can't wait to find <laughs> out. But also, like, why hasn't Fitz realized that these dreams are not just random fucking Because he's dumb-dumb. He's dumb-dumb. He, he knows that he's still walking. Please see chapter nine. He knows that he's still walking. Because he has the elf bark afterwards. Well, yeah, he knows he's still walking all of these, you know, coastal towns when they're getting raided, but... He doesn't make the connection that but, all of yeah. these things he's dreaming he's like, about his friends Jake are real. I got all scrambled up because I was thinking about people, and then I just had these dreams. <laughs> that was a weird dream. Like, Why was yeah. it so weird? Even when he's dreaming of like night eyes, he still doesn't make the connection. Yeah, it's, like it's come on. <laughs> it's so annoying. Maybe God, maybe he forgets the dreams. Hmm? No, he doesn't. Hmm? None of these recalling. He writing, he's writing them yeah. down for us to read mm. right now. <laughs> Like, years and years later. <laughs> a few years later. He does. A few weeks. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I also um, like in this section that uh, he's thinking about, like, he's, you know, made his great escape and everything, and he sits down to reflect, and he's like, I had believed myself a self-sufficient and clever fellow. I had taken <laughs> pride in my skills as an assassin. Had even deep down believed that although I could not competently master my skill ability, my strength was uh, was easily the equal of any of Galen's coterie. I'm like, really? You felt really? all of these things about That's... yourself? And then he came you to the realization that he sucked. Yeah. I'm like, dude. That's the wrong conclusion. You know what that is? That is a lesson about expertise and and like... You know, like when people argue with someone on the internet and they're like, you're wrong. And they're like, I wrote the book that you're arguing me with me about. You know, right. it's like, oh, right. Some people are better than <laughs> you at things. <laughs> like, I mean, I did like for Will, many in years. Last, Will in the last chapter when he was like, you see, Burl and Karen, this is how it's done. And they're like, oh, God, show off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he does tell he does tell Fitz you always underestimated me. Yeah, and you deserve. I mean, this. he did compliment purpose, him on his on purpose on his really strong skill walls. It's the only thing anyone's ever taught him how to do. Right, I know. Well, he learned the lesson very well. Sort yeah. of. So, question: <laughs> When Verity skill blasted the coterie members at the end of the last chapter, do we think that they like? had mm-hmm. physical harm from that or because you know like he with uh, what was the guy's name august 
August. Like, he lost his ability to skill. So we think this is just like a little stun gun situation. Well, I don't I, think he was I, as I strong as... I don't remember, as... honestly, but... Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think he was as strong as he was back in the day. Okay. So maybe it's not quite as terrible as what happened in August. Well, it's also multiple people, and August was not nearly as strong as maybe Will That's is true. now. Yeah. Or yeah. any of the And he wasn't now. drawing on fits at the same time, so... There. Okay. Yeah. He had to leave fits I would say that they're still very much in play. So. Yeah. What? I would say that they're still in play. Yeah. Is my... I do appreciate the fact that, like, you know, just going talking about, like, the storytelling in general, I like the fact that he, because he has all of these skill connections, that, like, even though we're just following Fitz in this one part of the country, like, you still know everything that's going on on the coast, and you still, like, get to check in on, you know... All the people, and you get Verity, like, all the time, because he just, like, shows up and fits his mind. So even though, like, he is alone, and you're, like, waiting for all the other people in the story to show up again, like, you still kind of know what they're doing. I like that. It's effective. I was I was going to say that I, I don't know if this was... Maybe he did make the right choice, but I feel like if you're on the best horse in the land, and... All of the skill users are in Tradeford, so you know they're not passing messages to people outside of Tradeford. Keep no, nobody can catch you. Just keep the horse for a bit, you know, until it's tired at least, and then sell it. It's worth a small fortune, you know. It, you you've got to be ahead of them. You you have to be ahead of all of the messengers at this point, as long as you you know just just keep riding in one direction for a bit. And sell the horse. I don't know. It just seemed it. I I get I get that you're on the king's horse and somebody might recognize you, but not everybody is in the king's circle. He he could it's have had a small he's fortune. Horse. He's on a horse with no tack. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying you're on a horse with no tack. So that's it's you stole that horse. <laughs> like it just doesn't look like you own that horse. So that makes gotcha. you somewhat of note. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like his entire, his entire, the next chapter is he has no money and he's trying to get across this wasteland. And uh, the nicest horse in the land could have bought him that passage easily. Right, but but everyone had already gotten his description as soon as he came yeah. in. So it's actually better that he kind of came in the way that he did. Because I think if he'd rode in on a horse, people would have been like, that's <laughs> that guy that is 100 gold. For sure, yeah. So, well, I guess I would have been. Gold, by the way, then. I love that it's gold. It's not named anything. It's gold. just gold. <laughs> How are those messages preceding him, though? I mean, are they like sending ravens? I don't. I guess probably. So. They don't have the internet. They're certainly not using the witness skill net. Well, he he slowed oh, down for a bit because he sold the horse, and then he walked around town and he sold all his crap. So they caught up with him, but. I feel like for a bit he was ahead of everything, and he could have a little. I mean, this all feels like a video game to me. This whole section because it's like gather supplies, find random shirts and pants, (laughs) go to the market, buy stuff that you need, find someone that will take you out into the war. You know, it's like oh, I've played this game. (laughs) 
Do a stupid chore that no one wants to do, and then you'll get a room. Yeah, that's that is that is chapter ten. Chapter ten is the the (laughs) chore. It's Oregon Trail, and when does somebody die of tuberculosis? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to do. I I do want to go back to something that Jenny said about just kind of like the construction of the story itself, and about how I I appreciate what Hob is doing. By you know we have we have Fitz out on this very lonely journey and he's doing something that we as the reader are not really behind. We want him to join Verity. We want like the larger problem to be taken care of. Um, but she's keeping us connected with whatever else is going on, right? Because we still have Verity checking in and we have these skill dreams that are, you know, we're still we still know that all these other characters are important. We haven't left them behind. So I like that. It's hard to do when you have a character, when you're doing point of view writing, you know, because it's like you only know what the character knows. But if the character gets to have yeah. prophetic dreams. Well, they're not prophetic dreams. They're just what's yeah, actually happening. <laughs> yeah, television dreams. I don't know what those are called. <laughs> Current events dreams. Clairvoyant. Yeah. Clairvoyant. There you go. Current events news drops. <laughs> <laughs> He's just he's just scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, he's got he's got some Twitter in his in his dreams. Checking the checking the trending topics. Mm-hmm. So let's move into our uh, every episode props. <laughs> We've got friends in high places, character introductions, and exits. So we said goodbye to Harper Josh and his daughters, right? But we said hello to Black Rolf and the Old Blood. Do we think this is an upgrade? Mm. Mm, they hate him less than a- Honey, so. I mean, they fed him, they told him that he's dumb and that he should learn stuff. I mean, that's valuable advice. They saved him by, like, telling... Well, they didn't save him, but they sent him the message saying that, like, you're on the the kill list with Regal and they're hunting you down. I mean, he knew that, but yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, we learned that, like, scribes and, uh, uh, what are they? Minstrels, yeah. Bards. Minstrels. are important. And respected, they have clearly a much higher standing in society than the old blood do. Right. But the old blood have all of these, have all this knowledge that Fitz doesn't have. So I feel like, okay, they might not be be able to openly help him as much, but I think they're probably an upgrade in terms of potential allies. Oh, yeah. Allies. He's got like yeah. a, well, so, he's got a, a support network if he I mean, that's, an, that's another thing with like... It's a whole You know, I, it felt like they were setting him up with, like, friends that could come and help him, you know, when he goes to try and kill Regal, because, like, they were all for him doing that. You know, like, she sent Night Eyes away, but, like, he could have come back and helped him at the last second, but, like, no, none of that. He just sucks. He just sucks. Well, I mean, if I was listening to, like, the the live, you know, Twitch stream or whatever that, <laughs> that is Fitz's life, I'd kind of be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that seems... like, that's, that's, you don't touch crazy with a 10-foot pole. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know what? We'll pass on his death to his loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yes. But I just think it's interesting that she, like, set up all of these possibilities of people who could come and, like, save him and help him out, and, like, none of those things happened. But I also think it's funny that he found out before he even reached Tradeford that, like, Regal was looking for him specifically, and then he's, like, surprised when they're waiting for him, and then he's surprised when he hears those people in landing be like, Regal's looking for Fitz Chivalry. And it's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you mean me announcing my name to people as I killed them wasn't a good idea? All right. Fitz Chivalry. 
I don't. I don't think that they <laughs> knew that he was going to attack that specific night, though, at that specific place, because that was kind of a pathetic welcoming. <laughs> if if they'd have better? been expecting him, I would not. I I think a few guards is a pretty pathetic response to that. Right, and he did say to himself, like, I think that this is a smart move because they're going to expect me to run away, not come towards Mm -hmm. them. Right. So, uh, skills acquired. Um, Sheep herding. Oh, boy. (laughs) I disagree with the second one. Shirt washing. (laughs) (laughs) He's not not good at the laundry. Mistress Hasty would be ashamed of him. I love the description that, oh, that's a lighter gray than I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did. He washed that cape, that smelly cape, so it was a little less smelly. Yeah. I also like when he comes out of, like, after he gets dressed in the dark and he comes out and he's like, oh, yellow and green. That's not so bad. No, I think he was more appalled that it was yellow. Yeah, he, he like, said oh, he didn't like it. He's like, oh, this is gaudy. Garish. Well, he said he was as garish as, as everyone else. I think he was just... Although he didn't match, because, you know, on Wednesdays we wear scarlet, but, you know. Of course, yes. Uh, Joey wrote assassination with a question mark. Uh, I don't know if that... No. I don't know if he acquired that. No, skill, I don't... He did not. Definitely not. Because he can did it real sloppy. It, like, yeah, he killed them, but, like, I think not... <laughs> Not in a very assassinish way. But he didn't assassinate them. He just he murdered. Them. I think I think and he's actually pretty he... good at fighting. When he yeah, when he he's competent. when he turns his brain off, he's pretty good at fighting. Um, yeah, but he, has to go through he, that, he uh... doesn't he doesn't think out what's the smart way to do it. But he he that at least Verity. It's the opposite of an assassination. Yeah, he, I mean, he learned how he to kill Verity pretty well. To... I think he didn't kill Verity. Verde. 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 Um, he did, he did acquire the, like, extra special skill walking powers that allowed him to pick up the axe. But he doesn't know when he's doing that. I don't count that until he can do that at will. Well, I mean, he sort of did it at will. sort of did it, no. Sort of. I mean, he knew what was happening, Mm. but I don't think he could do it. Ooh, I have a good one. He became a stuntman, the way he just crashed through that glass. Put <laughs> that on the list. Yeah, stuntman. Did, didn't even hurt face. himself. Good at getting yeah. hurt. <laughs> Confident horse thief. Bareback riding, that's a skill that hurts. Yeah, yeah that sounds... Uh, immediately, Good I was at like, getting that sounds hurt. uncomfortable. It depends, on the, it depends on how Arrow is shaped, really. Like, I hope that Arrow was nice and fat. Uh... Animal assists, our favorite animal friend section. Uh, I guess that goes to Arrow and Sleet. Yeah. Yeah. Arrow was a little bit coerced, but Sleet seems to have half-acidly done his job. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to Hilda watched him from a corner and ate her fish and her honey. Yeah. Oh, Hilda? Hilda didn't kill him when when, when, uh, Night Eyes and Fitz openly called them smelly and awful. Right. (laughs) I love it when she dropped the honey jar, yeah. like, excuse me, a pardon, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Allow them to live as an assist. Is it stereotypical to show a bear with a honey jar? I mean, I feel like <laughs> yes, it has just, it is. It's on point. I think they really do, need a poo. do that, though. I think they like honey. <laughs> they just do that, though. It's not, it's not stereotypical. <laughs> it's true. Uh, 
was the fool there and how creepy was he being? He was in a dream. He was not he was being sad. creepy. He was sad. He's still pale. He's still pale. He has no hope in his sad. eyes. Staring into sad. the fire. Reading the flames, maybe. So why is yeah. why is Fitz's point of view the fire? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's like it's Harry the worst Potter. place yeah. you can be. It's like Harry Potter when Sirius Black is in the yeah. fire. But not the movie version, because that's really fucking terrible. And he comes to visit Harry in the fire. I just think it's interesting that sometimes his point of view is a person, and sometimes it's just, you know, like when Molly was (laughs) about to have a baby, it's like, oh, I'm just watching Molly in the room. Oh, I'm just watching Fitz from the fire. Like it can, he can be. He's a doorway. Yeah, some like I'm a door. Sometimes he's a. Sometimes he's. (laughs) A person? Sometimes he's nothing. I don't know. I just like that he positioned himself to, like, stare dreamily. There are no rules. His, his, his <laughs> skill has no rules. Um, um. Well, maybe he was, like, an animal that wasn't acknowledged in the scene. like a In the fire? A fire animal. <laughs> <laughs> it was fire a moth dying it was in a the fleeting, fire. It was the fleeting end life of a moth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh... Uh, what else? Uh, Fitzmisery the Bastard has a moment. Heroics, tantrums, and extremely bad decisions. All I think of all the bad decisions. The worst was that Fitz chose to wipe up that guard's blood with his <laughs> own shirt instead of the guard's shirt. I know. Because now he's a half-naked man with a sword. V-Cash. That's definitely something I'm going to note if I'm anyone in the cast. Well, look at it this way. At least he didn't use his pants. <laughs> or no, he couldn't use his pants. Remember, because his pants probably already had holes in them because he put his sword in his pants <laughs> to get in. Let's let's talk about the the phrase Not obvious. Where he, he was saying that he stuck the sword in his pants, and it wasn't very unnoticeable as long as he had a loping stride. Like what? Yeah. What stride can you possibly have where Which you've got a long sword down your pants and you can just walk around and no one will notice? I just envisioned him walking like, yeah. kind of like the Tin Man, just like real stiff. Yep. Very slight yep, Real normal, like. That man over yep, there. very normal totally walk. Normal walk that he has. Yeah, real cool. I'm not noticing him. Uh, um, okay, but did you die? Important events and predictions. Despite he trying. He tried he his very die. best. <laughs> he didn't die. I just did killed myself. Ha ha ha. He can get poisoned accidentally a lot, but he can't poison himself properly. Yeah, he, he has definitely murdered some hapless servants, and for that, oh, for sure, karma. yeah, bad karma. Uh, what made you cry? Nothing. 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 This is an Not Eli a uh, suggested section, so Eli never has anything to say. I did last time, and I do not this time. See, my brother, the sad Stark song. Goodbye, brother. Oh, yeah. I think I was, was a little sad. sad for him. I mean, I, I that was an emotional like break for him. Like he had spent that whole chapter up until that moment being like, you know, all I need is my wolf. And like even Night Eyes was like, yeah, you don't need them. You just have me, and that's all you need. We're we're together. And, and then, then Night Eyes was like, yeah. like, ooh, wolves. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of I said and like I never have the, felt that bitches. I never have felt that Fitz deserved deserved having him. So it's kind of like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he also is a person with extreme abandonment issue. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, straight up. 
Also, who does he talk to? Oh, Rolf. Rolf is like, wait, you don't have any memories from before you were six years old? He's like, no. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so he's tired. like, I don't want to have to fucking Gosh. talk about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, That's I don't weird. know my name. No. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't remember first grade. I don't know. Okay, I don't. I think it's really important to see Fitz on his own and how he reacts to things, how he plans things or lacks of plans things out. And it's it's pathetic and sad. He needs a family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So did Fitz suck? Yeah, he did. Uh, He sucked a bit. Yeah, more than at laundry. I think I think that there are there are a certain set of skills that are required to kill people and to escape from those situations, <laughs> and he has enough skills that he was able to survive with Verity's help in that situation. Wait, hold on, hold on. Assassinating the wrong people. Yeah, no, he. he I mean, supposed he, to kill he killed Regal. them. He did kill them. He murdered yeah, them. Right, that wasn't he his didn't mission. assassinate his anybody. Mission was not to kill no, people. I'm not saying that he did yeah. a good job, but he did. There were some things that he did. He's he was proficient at, at himself. Yes, and getting out of scrapes. He accidentally survived. He jumped on a uh, horse bareback and rode out of town. Like he was able to so do a he's few the things. Opposite of Liam Neeson and Taken. Okay, so you said there's a particular <laughs> yep. set of skills. Yeah, no, I didn't so say that he had Liam Neeson skills. I said he had a. He has some skills. There are some skills involved. <laughs> There were skills. (laughs) The Venn diagram of Liam Neeson and Taken and Fitz Chivalry Farseer and Assassin's Quest. The overlap is just really, it's just like the line on top of the line. There's not really, there's not really anything else. Like they both kill people and I think that's the extent. I'm trying to provide some devil's advocate here. He did, he did some things that I think are impressive. He did a lot of things that were dumb. Stunt man. Can our intro poison, be Eli saying poppins. I didn't say he had Liam Neeson skills? <laughs> I, really, I didn't say he had Liam Neeson skills. So he does it in your best Irish accent. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have any money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that make me a nightmare for people like but what you. What I do have. Is a very particular set of skills. Ego, what's happening? That's, that's, I don't think that's Irish. No, it sounds like Ego Montoya. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. My name is Prepare to die. You killed me once. <laughs> I'll kill me now. You killed me once. Now prepare to die. And your father. And my father. And my grandfather. <laughs> and now I will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, anyway. So Regal is the six-fingered man? I've sucked a whole, a whole year of your life away. <laughs> I mean, he kind of has. Fitz has been mostly dead, so, I mean, it fits. I mean, yeah, this is totally good. There's, there should be some crossover fan art. I could see it in my head. Buttercup, where's red? It's Molly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who gets to be Night... Well, who's Night Eyes? Fezzik? Um. <laughs> <laughs> who's the fool? <laughs> um. I don't know how I feel about calling that true love. 
Buttercup is better than Molly, okay? Hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to hit before we're done? <laughs> I think that covers it. All right. Uh, so, reminder, our next reading section is chapters 11 through 15. Can I ask my rereader or my new readers to sign out? All right. Yes. I'm Ashley, and you can find me on Instagram at Ladybird Parker. I'm Joey, powerkid.exe on Instagram. Yeah. I'm Jenny, and you can find me at JennySlife87 on Twitter and Faces Frey on Instagram. Oh, I have to go next? You screwed it all up. Uh, I'm Eli, and you can find me up on Instagram at ChewyBreadCosplay. Why you gotta talk during me? Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) Why you gotta talk? Now I have to just leave it in because it's too funny. Uh, I'm Rachel. You can find me at Darth Rachel on Twitter and Darth underscore Rachel on Instagram. If you like what we're doing, check out the Fire and Lunch podcast for all things Song of Ice and Fire and RTFB podcast for more sci-fi fantasy reading discussions. This has been Buckkeep Radio. Find us at Buckkeep Radio on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Uh, you can email us at buckkeepradio at gmail. Next up is spoiler section. That was me singing our song. To the spoiler section, um, we have nothing. We have nothing to respond to in form of email, so we can just head right into the spoilers. You must have said nothing uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting better, presumably. Uh, so, presumably, or people just don't care anymore. Uh, parallels between. So, I wrote down parallels between Fitz the Beggar and the Fool. Hmm. Well, no one stabs Fitz. So he's doing better. Although, but who do you think smelled worse? <laughs> Fitz definitely Fitz. You think it was Fitz? I th- I, I don't know if anyone's worse. ever smelled worse than Fitz. Well, I mean, the fool is scentless himself tonight. Yeah, yeah he yeah, had yeah. those boils. Because there's a like, difference between like an outside funk and like a necrotic rotty <laughs> funk. I think that neither of them would care if they found each other. Oh. I think that the fool would have been way nicer to Beggar Fitz than Fitz was to Beggar Fool. Well, yeah, I don't think Beggar Fool, or I don't think Fool would have stabbed Beggar Fitz <laughs> several times and... And whispered, Fitz <laughs> You tried to kill my daughter, prepare to die. Yes. And I killed her... If I killed her, I mean, you, like, hugged her for a second, and it was made me very nervous. <laughs> Saw lots of possibilities for futures. Didn't like it. Speaking of Ashley, I just like that she has become more and more connected to the fool, even though... Not. I like that she misses the fool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's my favorite part. She's like, we didn't get any fool stuff in this chapter. 
like we did it. It's gonna be good. And of course, she immediately spotted the catch. Oh yeah, of so course, good. of course. I did not. I would have been surprised if she this. hadn't at this point because she's spotted <laughs> everything. I mean, he's finally gonna get on the road. True. Thank God. I know. Verity compo- compelling him to come to him is just like that's the bet one of the best <laughs> like use like that is one of the best kind of like tropes that Hob could have used. At oh yeah, because, because he's aimless. He's just just like a loose cannon at this point. Yeah. Do you think that was like oh, I really need him to do this other stuff, but like also I need him to like change directions rapidly. So we'll just have Verity like you know skill command him, and then he'll just have to go. Right, because she's written in him in this direction where he's like rebellious young adult fits, where he's like, I'm going to go get my vengeance. I have PSD. I've rejected these people who have been guiding me. He has photoshopped documents? Yeah, like, it's like, you know, if he's... (laughs) Sorry, I'm an asshole. If he's not going to like, if he's going to reject Burrich and Shade, he can't, he can't, it would also make sense for him to reject Verity's like need for him to fulfill his duties there. So it wouldn't have made sense for him to be like, I reject you, but I'm going to go to the mountains to help Verity. Like that would have been bad writing. So like that, the fact that Verity can now just kind of compel him to do it. Yeah. Helps him to do the more interesting part of the story, but without it being, you know. She's, She's just giving you a nice taste of fits on his own. You don't get the. You it's, don't, bad. Yeah. it's bad. If you bad get, for if you, everyone. If you get a little bit more, he'd be dead. But if you you just well, get just get a nice of taste of it. Own in that last trilogy where he's like traveling, and I'm like, oh no, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's, really on his own because he's cleaner. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. He's not really on his own because people follow him, even though he's like, no one will follow me. <laughs> oh, damn! People are following me. <laughs> That's my favorite part about, like, that last trilogy is that he really thinks he's going to go on his own. <laughs> Even though that's never worked out ever in no. his life. No. This is the most he's been alone ever, and, like, it's never happening again. He <laughs> <laughs> should have treasured this time, because he will always have other people to travel with him. I also like the now. setup of, like, the homeward boundness of, like, Night Eye's journey. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we don't... We don't really get too much of that, but I imagine that it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) All right, let me go take care of this. (laughs) That kind of like his journey overland to to find him. And, you know, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. I want to know how much of these chapters that we've just read has, how much is Night Eyes aware of? Is he oblivious um, to it, or is he aware on some level? I don't think level? he's oblivious. I think he just knows that Fitz is alive, or Fitz is scared, or Fitz... I don't think he's, like, checking in on him, because he's concentrating on oh, I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure. himself. Yeah, I'm sure he's... I'm sure he doesn't care nearly as much as uh, about <laughs> what's going on around him, but I, I'm just he's curious about- to, to what level. Well, he, it's just... Everything's immediate for, for Night Eyes, right? Like... If he knows that would... Fitz is scared, then and then an hour later he feels that Fitz is fine. Like I feel, I feel like Fitz assuming that he's committing suicide is something that that Night Eyes would be aware of. Or was Night Eyes like, "No, you moron! You wiped the blade off." Doesn't Ugh, doesn't whatever. doesn't Night Eyes <laughs> yell at him about that decision later? I feel like he gets where he's remember. like, what the fuck were you doing? He's like, you were just going to kill yourself and you didn't even, like, 
consult with me? Like, <laughs> I feel like that that's... I don't we'll recall. We will find out soon. Yes. Yeah, we'll our out. our mantra in this section is, I don't remember. So <laughs> we will find out soon. <laughs> Probably next section. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else Stay you guys tuned want to talk about? For yeah. our revelation. Um, we will know everything. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> so will our new readers. <laughs> At the same time. You guys, when we get to the book, uh, no, it's going to be so <laughs> wild. I've never read them. I know, me neither. Oh, man. The spoiler section will just meet. Because the only thing I will... Just, like, giggling at each other. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to, like, be looking forward to in those books is, you know, like, Paragon being carved. And I'll be like, ah, it's dead. And that's all I'll care about. Yeah, I'll I'll know that Amber's the fool. That's that's the only spoiler I have. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty we'll sure like, someday Fitz will see this. Oh one. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. She's gonna be like, wait, <laughs> something's going on with Amber. <laughs> I I love that you did that email, and she was immediately like, wait, the ships talk. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, so, oh, oh! can we talk about the harp? The talking harp? Oh, that was a fucked up story. Oh. What the hell? What? <laughs> I went back and okay. read that like three times. I was like, what? What the absolute fuck? Music okay. drifted on the night. Regal and his guests were at their festivities. I listened for a moment to the faint notes of a familiar song about two sisters, one of whom drowned the other. To me, the wonder of the song was not a harp that would play by itself, but a minstrel who would find a woman's body and be inspired to make a harp of her breastbone. Then I put it out of my mind and concentrated on business. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that? So the first thing I, I immediately thought of um, was Kettle. Because Kettle, kill, yep. Kettle kills her sister in the Coterie. Yep. I don't know if they're related, but, you know, there are not many stories of a sister killing another sister in these stories, so... I don't take it take it as you will, but uh, that's. Is she also a harpist? Well, I mean, uh, I'm I th- to see if there's anything on Reddit. I feel like the uh, minstrel is could be a side effect. I don't know. Doesn't does it matter? Side <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes, because they made a harp out of the breastbone of the of the the dead woman. So how does that work? Later on, when we get to the Fool's Crown, I think that those types of objects are related. Related to what? Yeah, but isn't that like Just dragon the magic that makes them? That the dragon, the womb wood, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it may not have. So the woman's anyway, we'll get there. But I wonder if the woman's body was in fact uh, because it's a skilled person, a human body, or if it was. We don't know how the person was killed. We don't know how the sister was killed. So if she had been thrown into a stone dragon, or it's like Azora High ship or something. <laughs> <laughs> Put a harp instead anyway, of the sword. Anyway, I just thought that that was. I'm 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep diving on Reddit and see if I can find or if any of the redditors are listening, please email me that thread because I'm gonna see if I can find people talking about it because I do want to like bring that back because I think that that that's not the only time we hear about that story. Mm. So, in, or we hear similar stories, but it seems to me like okay, a magical harp that was talking in a woman's voice. Someone was murdered. There's blood magic. There's like something's going on. Mm. So, but yeah, fucked up story. I'm glad we had that little. I love how she's like, I'm just gonna do this two senses in the middle of all this bullshit. <laughs> That's not gonna. How the hell do you make a harp out of a breastbone? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I don't. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you carve it. You stretch let's, it. Let's Depends not, on what that let's not worry about it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was bones. I Get don't think the breastplate stretcher. All right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's wood in it. Like, the bre- like the bones are nailed into the inside and the strings are through it. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like we should be putting this much thought. Into yeah, this let's history. definitely not. <laughs> but it... It did remind me of Kettle, and that's that's all. That's the one point I wanted to bring up. Oh, I can't wait until we get Kettle. She's like got that same energy as Night Eyes, where it's just like, no, you're stupid. Yeah, (laughs) and she might actually be like possibly more skilled in the skill than anyone else we know, or previously. Hundred percent. Yeah, like she was actually one hundred. She was actually trained in the skill. Whereas she's like a thousand years old or four hundred years old. It's like it's at least it's yeah. over two hundred. It's it's several hundred years old. Um, yeah, I do like that that uh, intro thing about Galen again, where it's like he was only you know he'd only studying under her for two, two years, and he was a journeyman is seven, just, a master is who knows how long. And I just like that he, as soon as Solicity like died of her cough or whatever he did to her. Um, died of her cough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just declared that, like, chivalry and Verity were, like, done with their training. And how how long had they been training? We don't know. And they are the most... Like, Verity is the most powerful person we know, and he may not even be, like, journeyman status compared to the old Coterie people. Yeah, like, it's just... And I just don't understand why he... I don't get Galen. Galen was afraid. He was afraid that people would figure out that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I guess so. And then he would lose his place and, you know, his authority. And I'm glad he's dead. The legacy of Galen still, two books later. Carrot, yes. I mean, it it is interesting because, (laughs) like... Nobody else has the power, right? So it, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you are of any power at all, you are better than everyone else. Without Solicity there, he is, he. I mean, he's the master. No one else knows as much as he does, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's terrible at it. But I think Verity and Chivalry knew more than I mean, did. they probably knew more than he yeah. did, but they don't. they don't count because they're in line for the throne. So they can't be this. I mean, but they could have 
run their mouth and been like, we know more than he does. Yeah, I mean, but we know... People would have been like, how could you... We know We know how Verity is. Like, he doesn't give... He, he he's, he's as unobservant as Fitz is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know chivalry, but I can only assume... Well, the myth of chivalry is that he was highly competent, but we just we don't we have no idea yeah. really. We don't know. Uh, right? But want, but regardless, I, I, would lo- I would love that prequel. It'd be sad, but I would read. Regardless, it. they didn't have time to do his job and their job. So that I mean, you you can't right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, talk to you guys next time. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Go work out how to make your harps out of breastbones. No. Yeah, I think that sounds great. (laughs) No. (laughs) Gotta figure it out. I will not. Bye.